came here for some music. It kind of happened really organically, really like spontaneously. It's not just going in there and making a noise, folks. <laughs> the Classic Rock Files with Kelly Parker. Well, you can add this to the must-read list. Dave Grohl's memoir, The Storyteller, Tales of Life and Music, out today. First of all, best guy ever, but stories for days, which is good because he's written a book called The Storyteller. It all comes together. One of the stories, this is fantastic, dinner that Dave Grohl had with ACDC and Paul McCartney. There's a group for you at dinner. This is back in 2015. So it was actually organized by Dave Grohl's wife, Jordan, This was following the Grammy Awards in February of 2015. This is in Los Angeles. ACDC was there. Paul McCartney was there, as always. So Grohl says he'd originally planned to host a small dinner for Paul McCartney and his wife, Nancy, at an L.A. restaurant. This is after the ceremony. So then McCartney bumps into members of ACDC in the hotel. This is before the show. And he invites Brian Johnson, Angus Young, and I guess the rest of the guys in ACDC to come along to dinner as well with Dave Grohl. So you've got Paul McCartney inviting ACDC out for dinner. There's that. Meanwhile, Grohl had met the members of the New Orleans Preservation Hall Jazz Band while he was filming that excellent series of his, Sonic Highways. So the leader of that group, Ben Jaffe, told Grohl that he and the guys in the Preservation Hall Jazz Band would be in L.A. the same night. It was actually Jaffe's idea. He says, how about we all come down the street marching and playing like we would in New Orleans into the restaurant and right up to your table and play for you there? And Dave Grohl says, Dave Grohl says, I assured Ben that come hell or high water, I'd make this happen. He said, there was no way that I could possibly repay this room full of icons for the years of inspiration they'd given me, but if I could make them smile or dance feel the joy of music as they had done for me my entire life, I would be making a small dent in my debt. Okay, so everybody's sitting down at dinner. Now the restaurant's flooded with the sound of brass. Band comes in, wind through the tables, and then once everybody sort of got their bearings on what exactly was going on, there was all of a sudden a dance floor formed, and uh, everyone drops their drinks, took their partners for a swing around the room. Dave Grohl says, In that moment, all of the rock and roll pretense and royalty disappeared. There was only pure joy. At one point, as we danced along, Brian Johnson turned to me and with a giant smile, he screamed, I'm actually effing happy. Grohl says, My job here was done. First of all, how would you like to have been a fly on the wall? Second of all, that is a must read. Dave Grohl's new book, his memoir, Storyteller, Tales of Life and Music, out today. Okay, we're coming up to the one-year anniversary of Eddie Van Halen's passing. He inspired so many people, so it's no surprise that following his death last year, plenty of musicians have come forth with stories, okay? And the most recent is from Mark Tremonti, of course, the guitarist behind Creed, Alter Bridge, and of course, he's got his solo band. Of course, Wolfgang would later play bass in Tremonti. He had an unbelievable interaction with Eddie Van Halen when Eddie gave him one of his guitars. Tremonti says, we were opening for Van Halen at Madison Square Garden. Wolfgang was there. He must have been like six years old. He was just this tiny kid. Eddie had given me one of his guitars backstage. And he had tapped away on it and said, yep, feels good. Here you go. And so that's become obviously one of my most prized possessions. But later on, Eddie pushed through a crowd to make sure Tremonti would set the guitar up right. So the show's over. We're backstage underground. There are like 300 crew, guests, press everywhere, just swarming the place. And we see Wolf his mom, Valerie, and Eddie walking out. And Eddie sees me out of the corner of his eye and walks through hundreds of people to come over and say, hey, I forgot to tell you, you need to take out two springs, the tremolo bar, to make it play right. Sorry, forgot to tell you that earlier. But that's not all. Tremonti says, Eddie gives me a kiss on the cheek, walks right through all the people clamoring for him again. He did that for me. 
He had his kid and his wife with him, and he knew he'd get caught up by everybody, but he took this time out because he gave a shit about his products and passing on knowledge. I got to see him at his core a handful of times, and I was lucky. It was a very cool thing. As for Wolf, by the way, Tremonti says when you take away the Van Halen name, he's just a really nice down-to-earth kid, and he's super talented. When you hear him sing live, he's incredible. Plus, he's great on drums, guitar, and bass. By the way, Tremonti's latest album, Marching in Time, came out last month, and Wolfie has just finished his stint opening for Guns N' Roses on that tour. Video from the weekend of him joining Guns N' Roses on Paradise City. That's pretty cool as well. Speaking of Eddie, Nancy Wilson has released an extended version of her tribute to Eddie Van Halen for Edward entitled For Edward With Love. Now she's told the story before of how she gave Eddie Van Halen his first acoustic guitar. I knew him pretty well. I gave him his first acoustic guitar actually. He stayed up all night with it and called my hotel room the analog phone in the hotel rooms back then and uh, he played me the song on the phone as I was just barely waking up you know and it was one of the prettiest, greatest things I've heard. And I'll bet you somewhere there's a recording of it. He had to record it somewhere, so someday maybe I'll hear it again. As for this tribute track, which is an acoustic instrumental track, it's taken from her debut album, You and Me, takes inspiration from Van Halen's Jump, She released it yesterday, just two days before the anniversary of Eddie's death, which is tomorrow. It runs 40 seconds longer than the original. It features a number of fresh, unplugged riffs. But in case you haven't heard any of it, here's a taste. loved her playing too. She says, I like how it turned out. This is one of those classic understatements of how these geniuses work. She says, I basically wrote it in my mind while I was falling asleep. And then when I woke up, I laid there and pictured it and listened to it in my head. Then I went back to my phone, found a little bit that I came up with a long time ago, which once in a while I would add to Silver Wheels when we played Crazy On You live, just as an extra bit I would toss in there. So there you have it. If you want to hear the whole thing, it is up online. And her solo album is great. That is the Classic Rock Files.